I've missed this. Me too. It's nice to see you. Me too. I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room. All right, all right, all right. All right. We're here to help you, baby. It's Monday night. It's Monday night, baby. We're here to help you, baby. Hello and welcome to another episode of Monday Night Fever. It has been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. It's we been a hot minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, it's not. A, it hasn't been an intentional thing to to not do Monday Night Fever. It's just kind of come at. We've just been flat out busy. Yeah, Shed- yeah. scheduling has not been a strong one. Also, Hamish and I had our first little tiff in our uh, storied romance. Oh, yeah, yeah. And right now it's reunited and it feels so good. Jackie's back on the wagon, which means no more arguments across any relationship in my life, which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you're back off, you're off the booze. Back off the booze, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I had, to, I had to have a cold hard word with myself. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'd rather not argue with you or Abby or my mother or my brother or my accountant or anybody in the world. So yeah, I'm back on the way and it feels really good, man. Yeah. Yeah, like two weeks back in. Yeah, it feels good. I'll join you. I'll yeah. join you if you like. Yeah, right now we're drinking energy drinks, sugar-free yeah. energy <laughs> drinks. <laughs> oh, the times they are changing. Oh, I keep saying I'm going to give up the booze and then I like then like a social event kind of comes up that I like want to be a little bit, little bit lubricated for and then yeah. I just wake up the next day and I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah, it's tough as well, the anxiety of the hangover. So yeah, that uh, year challenge we tried to do <laughs> in March, yeah. which lasted a good old four months. Yeah. I think we may return to this Oh, this me too, because I felt so good and my body felt good and I lost heaps of weight and I was like, I want to yeah. do that again. Yeah, I want to feel... I want to feel skinny again. Yeah. Not skinny, <laughs> just healthy. Yeah. But how have you been, man, anyway? Oh, good, man. Just busy, around the clock, every day. You look well. I know Thank this you. is audio, but yeah, he looks really well. It's fake tan and makeup. <laughs> Unbelievable. Fake tan and makeup and a few and a few hair highlights. Yeah. But yeah, you look, you look good. Oh, cheers, you look good. Man. It's nice to be uh, back in the studio. Mm. We spoke about, the, with the scheduling and whatever, we spoke about doing them on Zoom again and trick people, but it never feels right. But this is the home. This is home, and it feels really good. Yeah, and I really don't want to do it on Zoom. It feels like a lazy cop out. Yeah, it definitely does. So at least we're home now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, how uh, how's your weekend been? Good, man. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much I can I can uh, say about it on on here. Yeah, but uh, I've definitely I've definitely met like. Um, some some interesting characters over the past couple of days. Okay. Yeah, in in uh, and that that have that have definitely told me some stories uh, that I that me Hamish Reed, a little peasant, shouldn't have heard. Mm. What like what's came up? Uh, just, ah, uh, just meeting some people that are just very well connected in the mm. scene. Those people. Yeah. Well, like. Industry types or just like people we've been about for a while? No, 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 the industry types. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Oh, I feel like there's some hot hot mix coming on the table now. Yeah, what's been going? Yeah. What's what, what? Like finding out information about certain stars from from history. Yeah, and it's cool. Like it it is mm. very cool when that happens yeah. too, because it 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 almost feels like there's a mythology to lots of characters, like in lots of people that have come over history. Mm. And then when that starts to happen, like reality starts to blur with the. With the with the with the legend, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, people are just people. We yeah. do romanticize, don't we? Like, and I feel like it's very easy. To, even if you think of like artists like Andy Warhol, he's so romanticized, but he's just a dude with a wig and funky glasses yeah. who made some great pop art. But the stories, are like the factory and everything like that, and then Elvis, the Beatles. You know what I mean? Like you, you create. And there's this aura about them, and they, they're just like, you know, they learn to walk like everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. Sh- they, sh- they shit in a potty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also, a cool thing is up there. There's a poster from Youngblood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course you were. You had a little gig outing, didn't you? Recently. Yeah, yeah. What was Youngblood like? What was the crowd like? Oh man, like I went to Youngblood and the the concert, and I hadn't hadn't slept much the day before. Mm. And um, you rarely do. He's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking vampire. <laughs> and, and I was I was running on like like a, this this was terrible. Like I just had a bad night's sleep mm. and went kind of worked and went to this Youngblood concert. So I was running on like like three hours of sleep. Yeah, and um, I, I didn't want to go, and then I went anyway. And went and I was like, "This is the best fucking concert I've ever been to in my entire life." It was amazing. It was amazing, and it was like it was almost like because he had this fanfare, right? Yeah. Of like, he's got a big following. Oh, man, all of these kids, like all all young people, like young people, like from you know thirty. It was full of young blood in there. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so from like fifteen to thirty. Yeah, wow. And. Mm, 70% women. Oh. Yeah, which was a weird phenomenon. Ooh, young, was, young stud. Yeah, like, <laughs> walking into the Horton Pavilion and yeah. all you can smell is pheromones everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you're like, that's somebody who's really touching, you know, culture. Ooh. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, He's cracked it. Yeah, because when, when I went to Liam Gallagher the week before, it was just like all blokes. Yeah. Like, like yeah. And it's like blokes. football fan chaos at a Liam yeah. Gallagher show, isn't it? Yeah. And where versus Youngblood, it's all like, it's it's the youth. He's the Mick Jagger of the of, of, of Gen X. Youngblood. Without you a doubt. You can have that. The Mick Jagger of Gen. And I'll tell you why, because he's a fucking phenomenal like this guy runs around for like two hours oh, right? really, yeah. runs fucking runs across stage and he's like cheering fucking dances the whole show yeah unbelievable and the way that he came out is like is was the most phenomenal lighting trick i've ever seen in my life they mm. had a big projector there like in like in front of at the back of the room and he stood in front he stood behind the um what do you call it the like the the screen yeah and they shone a bottom like a bunch of light and then they put this they they must have had a camera there that zoomed in on his mouth and put his mouth up on the screen and he's kind of standing behind it. The projector thing kind of goes up at the end of it, and there he is. Oh, and wow. it had big lips like displayed like oh, the Stones really? logo yeah, that he's yeah. talking through. Yeah. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. I love that. You know, I think I think one of the key things a band can do, or like a musician or whatever, right, is find your own sound person yeah. first off. 
so that you sound the same all the time and you always sound great. They know when you want the little tricks to be done on reverb or delay or whatever. Yeah. Second one is lighting. Yeah. If you've got a budget oh. for lighting, you can do incredible things. I've only ever had it once where we played this gig and it was to, I think I've told this story on pop before and it was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he was a drug dealer, but he had, he had a lot of money and we basically played a private gig for him. Yeah. Like a 2000 capacity room. Yeah. Just for him and his mates. Wow. Right. And he took us from Liverpool to there, which is like two hour drive and a limo. We stayed in a hotel. We had everything, everything we wanted in there, right? And when I got there, I met the there was a lighting guy, and he was like, "What do you want?" And I literally went through our set, and in our sound check, like we just did like the set essentially. And I was like, "Oh, hold there! I want you to do this, and I want you to do that." Oh yeah, okay, I've got some ideas, and he like mapped it out. So we played to a room of say eleven people, like this sold show. We were paid handsomely for it for eleven people with the most phenomenal lighting show ever. Yeah, that's insane, man. And when you and I say that if these artists who are coming through who can have that, it's the best because. It's not a gig, it's a show. Yeah. And it's the show. Yeah. You know, it's the showman aspect of it. It's like going to the theatre or like, it just makes it so much bigger. Yeah. So that's incredible, man. A hundred percent. And he had, he had the light, like the lighting guy must tour with him because it's like every, or every girl. song was like. Lighting person. Yeah. Like, no, it was definitely a dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he, he like must tour with him because he had the whole show like. Um, down packed like every song there was a different like colour palette and the Horton Pavilion actually has these lights and they're called I think they're called like Mac Raptors and mm. they're about 15,000 a piece right and they've got about I don't know like that's their whole back line like eight yeah. of these things and they're just fucking amazing lights like they're they're, they're, the, they're those lights that um that, can we that, get some that oh man love to have them and Hughes just made an entrance uh, into the into the garage he looks slightly hungover. He's not really. You it's can't maybe, hear him. It's maybe just the How hair. How are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah? Okay. You are editor, Mr. Mister Matt. Can I just say, by the way, uh, that and I'll say this on pod, I'll text you this. I, I'm going to read you the exact text I sent to Hugh, which Hugh, true to form, didn't reply till till this morning, and I sent him it on Friday morning. <laughs> I said, by the way, that Alex Milinkovic video looked pro as fuck. Yeah. And he didn't text me till an hour ago and said, thank you, my man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I put my heart and soul into that message, truth, but it really did. Truth be told, yeah. I, like, because I opened my messages, because I had this, like, um, like missed call notifications that I was getting rid of. Yeah. And your name was at the top, and I had a little notifications that were crossed through. Oh. That's okay. Mm. That's it's 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 probably because because I'm work related and you go. Oh, I don't want to deal with that now. Oh, that's all right. Well, Hugh, Hugh, we are a week away from celebrating a birthday party for Hugh. He's turning the big two one, and it's it's actually incredible, man. Watching watching Hugh, and I'm I'm giving Hugh a lot of a rap here, a round of applause. Is from when we were on Zoom to now in studio watching your work get better and better with each video is, is incredible to watch, man. And at 20, 10 and 21, that's fucking insane. You're going to be, you're going to be top banana in about three years. 
Yeah, you're gonna be like Hitchcock, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I mean, he's certainly getting the reps in. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, it's good. The week after week, it's awesome, week. and it's you know that do anything a thousand times and it becomes easy peasy. Yeah. Well, you yeah you're a tenth of the way there now. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> By the time he's like 27, yeah. he's going to have peaked. <laughs> He'll be in the 27 club for editors. <laughs> uh, one thing I just want to say on the, on the, like, before we, like, before we stop talking about young blood, mm. um, is the only thing I've been waiting to little brag about is that we, we fucking got to like meet the dude. How did you? Yeah. Cause he's that poster signed. Oh, okay. How, why did you have like VIP or what, what did you do? No, so he was Did you just, pull on those West Underground strings or what, what happened? Didn't need to. Oh, okay. He was just he, like- He's he seen you in the crowd and went, oh my God, it's Hamish <laughs> Reed. And of course he's seen you because you're six foot seven. Oh, literally. I was the, just this one giant up at the front and it pissed <laughs> everyone off at the back of the room. Yeah. I mean, nice. they're like, you, you're too tall. And I was like, well, I paid this. Uh, yeah. I can't. Uh, what are you going to do? Kneel down? Yeah. Take this up with God. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. It's not my fault. Yeah. I'm like, Take it up with my fantastic genetics. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, so he, Youngblood was like, anyone who wants to, wants to, wants to come get something signed, I'll be around the corner in like 20 minutes. And then he fucking st- like stayed there. So like we had to get the poster and then you kind of got to go back to the line around yeah. the block. And we were like at the back of the line, right? Yeah. So like we waited there for fucking like hour hour and a half maybe nearly like a long fucking time like and we were just i was just making jokes in the line Mm. having a good time and then we got to meet him and then i was like (laughs) i was like how do you just run around for like two hours just straight fucking because non-stop and he would have to do that night after night after yeah jesus that's some stamina yeah and he's like fucking adhd man it keeps me going (laughs) fucking adhd man oh uh, you know what I like? Young Blood went from being a cockney to a scouser there. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Hamish, that I've that I've fucking I've dirtied your pool of English accents. <laughs> That's how he said it. That's how he said it. Like, he, do do? <laughs> like whole night, right? Like yeah. he, he presented like the way he spoke and then like the way he spoke when I met him. Because mm. I just looked at him and then I just put my arms out and like bear hugged the dude. And he's like <laughs> It's like I fucking love you. <laughs> and and uh, Jordy. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I can't. You, you take. Uh, I, I wish I could give you the translation. Do you think? Do you think Young Bull is like, um, like the dirty Harry Styles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's like, not the dirty, not the dirty, but like the. Well, Harry Styles is in Gryffindor and uh, Youngblood's in Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah. He's like he's like Harry Styles when he has his dark patch. That's what yeah. he's gonna be, Youngblood. But no, nah, man, that's sick. And I think like I've I've heard the name Youngblood for years now. Like I reckon from maybe twenty fifteen earlier, the he was like the talk of the underground scene at home. So four years ago my friend was studying at like Newcastle Uni and he yeah. goes, Come up Come up this weekend. There's this guy coming over from England. His name's Young Blood. He's playing at the uni. Young Blood. And that uni room holds a couple, maybe a hundred or people, or mm. more. And um, so my, fr- my I didn't go, but my friend did, and went up there and watched this guy. And then he's come back the next time, and he's gone to the Emerald Theatre. Now he's playing the Horden Pavilion, and there were so many people there that there's people standing what's outside. The, what's the Horden capacity? Oh, thousands. 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 Yes. Yeah. 
Like, t- like I'm gonna Google that. So okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey Jamie, pull up but the. Uh, I don't know if it'll be accurate though, because it'll probably give you seating versus half of it, like the the standing area, like is, is yeah. So you can probably fit a lot more. Well, than what you know saying. when the accounts for capacity of venues. So you know if they're like, oh, it was a sellout crowd of whatever. That's also factored in like catering and security and. Yeah. So they put everything in it, which I don't think is a bad thing. Let me see this. Horn Pavilion capacity. Someone's probably listening to this right now going, it's 2,800. 5,500 people. Yeah. And then. Fuck, the- he's getting big. I didn't think it helped that many. Right, but but the, fun, the, the thing, Jack, you have to realize Jeez. is there was another thousand people outside the gates. Really? Yeah. Just to like, just to <laughs> see him. How much were the tickets? No, I don't think not that, that. I don't know. I didn't buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Hamish Reed, West Underground. How may I be of service? <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. So, but the fact that he waited there for like two hours, signed mm. everybody's like poster, and just like sat there to meet everyone, and like took his time to like talk to everybody. Yeah. Like, and then I think he replies to everybody on his own. Oh, Instagram. that's so cool, man. You know what? It's the. Uh, it it's. It's a great thing to do that. Eventually, he will be too big to to be doing all that, and it'll be too tiresome, and it'll just be fucking annoying. But when you feel like you're on a journey with an artist, you do stick with them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you'll be there, good times and bad times, because you know they always give that back to to their fans. So yeah, good on Young Blood. Anyway, we've got a clap button, but did I'm not going to touch did it. Did you meet Young Blood? I've never met him. Oh, okay. No, I've never met him. One of the best, uh, so you know, I'm f- friends with the band Travis yeah. from the Scottish band, but Andy Dunlop, who's a very good friend of mine, he lives in Liverpool, and uh, they played a gig at the Royal Phil- Philharmonic Hall in Liverpool, and they did the same. And they're a band who don't have to be waiting around to talk to people. And they were at the back of the venue, like outside, at like the exit for two hours and I know that because I was going for a drink with Andy and I just had to be there and I was like waiting for him but it was so cool because he kept everyone who come over to speak to them he was like oh have you met Jack Jack's in there he's going to be a fucking huge star and then they'd like want to speak to me only because he was saying that and I love the idea of doing that for someone who's not even in music you know what I mean just just pulling any my friend who does air conditioning just pulling him and being like you know he's going to be the next fucking <laughs> he's the next Elvis <laughs> so yeah I think it's cool when they take the time and, and you, you, you appreciate the fact that they're not always going to be able to do it yeah, yeah. but just when they do I feel like the diva mentality of like you'll see bands on tour. I won't name the band, but I remember watching a band in Sydney, a British band, and they just stayed in their dressing room. And you're like, "Fucking, there's a lot of people here." Mm. Well, not even necessarily a lot of people, but a lot of people for a band who haven't made it in Australia. A lot of people there, like at least have one or two. You circle in the crowd, just you know what I mean. I don't think you always need the air of mystique mm. of where you walk on stage, play your gig, and then get the fuck out of town. Yeah, I think it's a definitely a good thing. And plus, if you do that too, like the people are going to be fans of you for a lot longer and it just and it, then they have a story about that. that yeah, person. exactly. And it, it's something that's always there and like tangible. I, uh, on, on, on speaking about gigs, I played a gig at, we spoke off pod about how Western Sydney is becoming the Mecca 
Of entertainment. Of entertainment. Sydney's number one premier podcast. West Underground is yeah. yeah. here. Uh, I played the gig out a bit further west in Penrith last night. Is it Penrith or Penrith? Penrith? The Riff, mate. The Riff Riff. The body Riff Riff. But it was awesome. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. We played with Avalanche and uh, Wicked Envy. Both great bands. Uh, uh, High Street Social, it was called. And they, like they couldn't, the venue couldn't have been nicer, man. The stage was awesome. The setup on the stage with the fallbacks, ooh wee. Other than crowbar, best sounds, best sound in Sydney. And and this and I played the Vanguard the other week, and that was like it was on par. So yeah, that was cool, man. Especially like I know it was a little bit far to travel if you're a Sydney sider, but that it, Western Sydney's becoming a fucking hub. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Maybe it has something to do with the rental prices. Yeah, speaking of that, I spoke to some um, some people last night that, mm. it, that grew up in like the Blacktown area, right? Yeah. And um, a couple of years ago, I played this terrible fucking show like this. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> 70% of them are, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this one was particularly bad because we booked this gig in King's Cross at this restaurant, right? It was fucking weird. Like the vibe was just weird when we got there. And um, I don't even know if it's still, I think it's closed down. Like it was just a terrible kind of layout. And um, <laughs> and we booked this band called the Lazy Eyes, right? Like to play with us and yeah. open up the show. And um, they're, they're, they're like those guys all kind of come from like Blacktown, but then they went to like the Newtown Performing Arts School. Oh, okay. And now they're opening for the Strokes. Fuck me. What are they called? The Lazy Eyes. <laughs> It went from opening up for my shit band to opening. No, no offense, you. <laughs> oh, no, he's just giving me this look, though. <laughs> I can see him question whether he did or not. <laughs> the lazy eyes. Yeah, and uh, they, they sound PC like Tame like they, they, they sound like Tame Impala. Where are they opening for the Strokes? Yeah, so they Where, went, Whereabouts? Like the because t- the strokes are touring Australia, yeah, yeah, uh, all around, yeah, like, like doing the, the whole tour. <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> so they went from like opening from our shitty band, right? And they're like, <laughs> mum was in the crowd taking photos, and then like twelve months or maybe eighteen months later, they're opening for Liam Gallagher in a festival in Berry, and then after that, now they're they're all young, man, and now they and Elton John picked them as their his favorite song of the week and stuff like that, and now they're touring with the Strokes. Wow. Wow. So in their bio on Spotify, does it say open for the strokes, open for, was it the Rockefellers? Was it that band? No, it was my band before that. We called it The Beginning and it was like the shittest name. Oh, That is bad. I mean, it's very fitting now. The beginning, the end. Yeah, that was <laughs> the their beginning. The yeah, jeez. <laughs> the beginning. Aren't band names the hardest thing to do? Like yeah. really? I had a band home and it was called the morning shakes right and i think that is a phenomenal band name and there's a band now uh, who i know there's a singer he's from liverpool he lives in london uh and his band's called the shakes and i was like you can just have that name you know if you want like the morning shakes because i just because i was at a christening and I was hung over to fuck. I was, was going to say, it sounds like an alcoholic to fuck. thing. And I was the godfather. Right? <laughs> oh. I was like, I was like, <laughs> the my I was, I was the godfather. I, I, I even like, my cheeks were like brandos. I was fucking cooked. And I was just shaking on the altar oh. with this 
fucking snotty nose little baby. Hi, Amber. She's about 15 now. And I <laughs> was there. And yeah, and then the morning shakes. But then like my 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 other band, like my main band at home, Cabazudos, that was a terrible name because nobody could say it. But if we'd have went by Zudos, which is what the, the crowd used to show, Zudos, 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 we'd have been fine. But the Zutons, you know, the, remember the yeah, bands yeah. they were from Liverpool and we didn't want to feel like we were a tribute band. Mm. But yeah, I don't mind the Rockefellers. I think that's a good name. Yeah. The that, beginning is dog shit though. They are a dog shit name, dog shit. Like, absolutely. I think <laughs> I think I had a big night one one like one time and it was kind of <laughs> Did like, you come up with it? Yeah. Oh. It was my first attempt. No, 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 don't play that over it. I, I want to tell the story because it's quite... I fucking hate these buttons. I'm going to disable them for next time. Um, so, the beginning, that's You know so when you're like, because I was like 18, right? And No, yeah. maybe I was younger, so maybe you're like, like late 17. And yeah. I... And like maybe it was a bit of a trip and I was like, whoa, this is going to be the beginning of something. Just, just, just over enthusiastic energy, mm. not very well thought through. Anyway, you learn from your mistakes. And, you do, and uh, that's where we came around to the Rockefellers because I wanted something. The Rockefellers is cool, man. I like that. Thank you, man. Yeah, it took me a long time to think of that because I wanted. And something if you had an album, I'd call it Rockefeller Center. No. Mm. <sighs> no. Have we got what other buttons? Have we got again? We needed a bump bow button. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. They can't all be great jokes. But so that, that's that's what I was going for though, but something that you that already said like sounded like it had like it, something that was already existing. So when mm. you would say to people, even though you might not be the anything yet, it already sounded like you were larger the than the beginning. Life. In in the beginning there was nothing. And then there was West Underground. You know when I said that, did you have like did your balls get hard? You're like, Oh my god, that's what my band was called. But did you have any songs like did oh. like reference the beginning though? Like did you have a song called like Genesis or anything like that? No, we wrote a song called Lightbulb Shaker and I wish we called the band that. Yeah, that's a much better name. Yeah. The Lightbulb Shaker. Hugh, have you ever do you play any instruments? No. <laughs> you, you know, he did like four years, do like a couple of years of guitar lessons. Did you? Eight months. No, it was longer than that, surely. <laughs> no, he did. He did two years, but he was only learning for eight months. He stopped. He stopped paying attention after that. <laughs> yeah, because your mum. Yeah, that's okay. I think it's good to know your limitations. Mm. I think the only reason I got good at guitar was because my parents were like, you're not getting, we're not paying for you. Mm. For the first time this week, I wish I could, so I I, reco- I went recording yeah. this week with Michael Carpenter, friend of the show, at his brand new studio, you know, because his studio love it, it's got demolished. Yeah. Fucking gentrification. Uh, so that's gone. So he's like, he's moved into a house and like converted half of it into a studio. It's cool as anything, right? This old house in Haberfield. And, um, we did an intro, I'll play it for you, you know, control. Yeah. You know, when you were saying about the the symbols yeah. and all that, bringing it up, I've, we've done all that. Yeah. So Hamish Reed is a producer in the making for music. But yeah, we did that and the boys love it as well. But we did like an intro, slow intro on a piano yeah. and Michael played the piano. Oh, and I was God. I was watching him yeah. and I was like, 
oh my god I wish I wish I could play so I'm making it my if I'm not on the booze now I'm making it my aim to fucking get real average at the piano for the rest of the year yeah because it's such an amazing instrument how are you going to learn though because there's two ways I'll, I'll I think I've got a keyboard at home I think I'll get a tutor can I can with I, big boobs have I, you met Fat John? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was Sorry, gonna say, Abby. I was going to say here's a here's a here's a like the the easy the the, the the easier option that'll probably make you actually more interested in learning piano. Yeah, is just like fuck that, like just fuck that to hell, right? Because like because because learn a guitar. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want you to learn guitar. No. I don't want like, but I, if you're going to learn piano, yeah, like. I, I, I've wanted to learn piano for years, right? Mm. And I've gone about it both ways. And the most helpful way was when this 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 fucking amazing piano player, Rachel, uh wasn't was said to me, said to me, you can learn piano and you can go do the grading thing, which I tried to do, and where they're like, make you play like little fucking like, like teach you how to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and all that yeah, kind of shit. Banger. And that's that's your music education graded thing, yeah. or you can fuck that right to hell and then you can just learn the chords on piano because chords on piano are fairly easy, right? So mm. if you learn one chord, if you learn your C chord, your your F chord and, and your G chord are all the same. Like they're the same hand, hand movements. movements. Yeah. yeah. And then you do that with the other, the, what, like figure out what the hand movements are and then you just go, okay, if I do that on that key, that's a different chord and then you can start to work out. And then you can start so that playing like, songs. Is that like scales on a guitar? No, it's just like you can do the same thing on guitar. Like for a man you, who's been in a band for ten years, I know nothing about music. <laughs> so if you play like if you play an E chord on the guitar, yeah. and you move that E chord up to like um your like your seventh fret, then then you're now playing like a like a A chord, and then mm. if you move it up again, you're now playing like up like another three frets. You're playing B. Mm. So, so you're playing the one four five of that key, okay. which is like most pop songs, right? Yeah. One four five. And and then it makes it the, like the learning curve really easy because then you can start playing songs really fast. Yeah. So then you could like look up the tabs for fucking can't help falling in love by Elvis. Yeah. And, and, I sing that as well. And start playing. You know what the other one was as well? I rewatched um, I rewatched Get Back again, and I was like watching Paul on the piano. He's like, you know, it's all the music's here. You know, yeah. every bit of music's here. You, you know, you just gotta. Just gotta, you know, kind of find and work it out, and it's all here, you know. And I was like, oh, I need to learn the piano. That's all Paul's doing, by yeah. the way. I think, like, Paul McCartney, John Lennon, as like self taught piano players, and they just translated like guitar, like guitar knowledge to the piano. Paul went a bit further with it, but John definitely did. And you can see it in the way that John, John, like, they taught themselves to play. They taught through chords rather than yeah. learning, like, like, like melodies, which, which is. Music education. Mm. Also, Hamish, I've had an idea for the endings of Monday Night Fever. Um, about, you know, the way we get constant, like, submissions on our emails and Instagram and whatever from bands and artists and whatever. We'll play in a song at the end every week. Would um, you be up for this? We'll get because we won't on Spotify. We would on YouTube. We can on Spotify. We just can't on YouTube. How do we do it on Spotify? I think we've just got to like insert the track at the end of the videos. <laughs> Maybe we should have this conversation on the podcast, but I think we can do that. Yeah, I, th I definitely. I googled it for five minutes. I think I know everything about it now. 
the only problem is because we're using it like a distributor. So if we put that in our at the end of our thing, oh, then okay, it goes through maybe not. Yeah. Maybe. Sorry, guys, screw yourselves. I'm Keep sorry, sending them in. Now. I do. I do like listening to your new music every time you send it. So thank you. We do listen as well. Yeah, I mean, I like. And TikTok is fucking insane. Like we've just got, I like I went through this week and just replied to so many. Man, messages. you've been so good on that. So good on that. That oh. um, it's it. Our kick, our kick, our TikTok is kick off, kick off. Yeah. It's yeah, it's kicking off. It's really good, man. So Hamish, Hamish posted this video, and uh, I, I, I hung a bit of shit on Hamish because because the way our room set up in our studio, the lighting and whatever. Like Hamish is a pale, beautiful man. He's a vampire, mm. right? He's, you know, you, if the if if there was a vampire film, you cast this man in it. I think once he reaches stardom from this, he'll, he'll be cast in a vampire film. He'll, he'll be the new Arpats. That'll be you. Oh, thank you. In the Tyler's Twilight reboot, she'll she'll love that. Um, and so Hamish has started to wear a bit of you know a bit of a bit of bit of fake tan over the skin. If it's good enough for Elvis, I can do it. As yeah, well. exactly. And it looks good. It, it looks good. It. So anyway, he posted this video on TikTok, and uh, he's just talking. And I watched it, and it must have been like one a.m. or something. And I seen it, and I just sent a screenshot. And I was like. You look fucking handsome on this, mate. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I'm bringing the team down. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should do something with my appearance. <laughs> you looked like you looked like you've been styled, profiled. You looked good. Oh, cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. It looked real good. Yeah. yeah. So TikTok kicking off. Teach you the tricks. So what's our TikTok again? West at West Underground. Yeah, at West Underground. It's so cool. We've been getting messages from like America and all over the world. Yeah, that guy who tagged us in the video, and he's like, "Hey, I just want to do a shout out to uh, to this really cool Australian podcast that I love. It's called West Underground. Yeah. Thanks, dudes." And I was like. I, I was in work. This is like the disparity of our lives. We do this and it's really cool. And then I'm going and building a bridge, <laughs> right? And it, it happened after after Pat Doherty's, we went to his baby boy art exhibition. Yeah. Uh, and then I had to go to work for like night shift. And then I seen that video and I'm in work covered in concrete and shit and everything. And I watched it and I went... That's something that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to guys at work. I was like, someone in America is loving this. Yeah. We we think of this room or even like Monday Night Fever is just us having a conference. Sometimes we'll have a guest and whatever. West Underground connects with with a guest and all that. And then to just have someone in America like who's got a big platform themselves be like, you guys keep, you dudes are doing a great job. It's like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. Life is strange, man. Yeah. It is so strange. America's taken over as our number one viewer. Wow. Yeah. We were like, it used to be like Australia was like 90% of our viewers on TikTok. Now it's America. The States. Yeah. They're watching it. We're coming to America, America today. Living in America. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. It's nice that. Remember for like a long time, like 40% of the listenership was in India. Yeah. And we couldn't understand why. It still is on our Spotify. Is it? Yeah, that's I don't crazy, know why they learn learning English from us. Like, would be the worst. Maybe, thing. maybe it's not that. Maybe it's just like they enjoy how funny our accent sounds. In, sound in unison. Yeah, they're <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm cutting that shit off right now. Uh, India, we love you. India, we love you. Um, comedy. Have you watched Andrew Schultz's special yet? 
Bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. Yeah. So Hamish told me to listen to Fragrant 2 a while ago. Yeah. And I became a bit of a fan, Hamish. Yeah. Andrew's great. Isn't it funny? You know when somebody says to you, you need to listen to this, you go, oh, yeah. And like me and my brother, Tom, he'll so often be like, oh, watch this film or do this. And I just go, yeah, yeah. And I go, fuck off, I'm not watching that. Or I'll, I'm not going to watch it purposefully just to annoy you because you, you will then suggest it again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Fragrant 2, awesome, man. Fucking the best. Schultz is cool, man. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, the, the Americans... I, I love Americans, right? I really do. I've changed my whole tune. I love, this is what I love about Americans. Their, their attitude towards everything mm. is the fucking best. Like, like, and I was telling you this off air the other day, like America, like Australians for some reason, and the same, I think it might be the same with the English, right? Is we have this thing where we, where we say we want to do something and like the, you say it to somebody and people will then instinctively tell you why not to do that. Yeah. 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 And where Americans are like, fuck yeah, man, let's do it. And everything yeah. is bigger and better. Yeah. Like, like Excess, it's because of excess. They live to excess and they oh. say, fuck it, yeah, let's fucking do it. I love it. I, yeah. I love it. Like, his, Andrew Schultz's podcast is fucking amazing. Logan Paul's podcast is fucking amazing. And it's just because, like, they would just come up with an idea and they're like, yeah. And that's another one. I've started seeing clips of Logan Paul. Remember I said to you, I need four clips of something to eventually watch it. Yeah. And I'd seen, like, four clips. They had the porn star. I don't know. I think I'm going to give this a watch. And, yeah, <laughs> it's really good. But, yeah, I think... Uh, it's it's the thing of isn't it if you if you do something and don't tell anyone you're gonna do it and you just do it yeah it works out yeah. but if you start telling people and they start telling you why you can't do it that's when things tend to go the other way yeah so yeah good on you Americans and keep on watching our videos and listening and everything it's awesome it is awesome to know there's like a lot of people from all around the world. <laughs> it's fucking scary. Oh, it is. Do you know... How is Talia, like, with it all? Because Talia, uh, you know, Hamish, Hamish reads a man in love. How, how is she with it all? Is she uh, is she okay with it? Is she normalised to Um, Because Taylor's in the business as well, isn't she? Uh, Talia's in the business. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for calling you Taylor. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really understand it to, to, to like to a degree right like i know like i know that we're definitely doing like some good marketing stuff but i mean other than that man like i i live my life pretty normally like mm. i'm pretty like <laughs> like this is the this is the thing only thing that i do that kind of goes out to like millions of millions of people mm. like i did we just like on our instagram and facebook jack we've we've that's we've, kicking off <laughs> it's kicking off on tiktok <laughs> like if you cross all platforms together we've nearly reached like in terms of audience reach, not following, but in terms of audience reach, how many people we've reached this year is yeah. 10 million. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was not dead air, by the way. That was me swallowing a big lump in my throat. <laughs> I remember when I started doing this with Hamish, he said to me, he said, oh, you're going to be recognised. He said, it'll happen. He said, this will happen before the bands. You'll, you'll get recognised for this. And we had a funny moment the other week we were out at Liam Gallagher and uh, someone came up to me, but I actually knew the person was. Yeah. I've met them before and uh, it was a chick and she said, oh, you're you're in the Grand Union and Hamish was stood there and I went, ah, I told you. And then like five minutes after, someone was like, oh, you're the West Underground guys. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. But it was like more of that happened than the band ones. So sorry to the Grand Union boys, but yeah. Uh, this is this is taking up steam. Ten million people. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's wow. That, like, if anybody, if anybody's <laughs> wondering, like, how that works, so that that's a breakdown of like that's that's what's the population of Australia? Twenty-four to twenty-four million. Yeah. Fuck me. But that's around the world, though. So that, but that's that's over that's, seven billion. We need to we need to get on numbers. That's that's Twitter, <laughs> YouTube, yeah, um, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, and Facebook, especially Facebook, and and that's and then also like streaming services, and then you. you it all, still tickles me, like. When we'll do a post on Facebook and I get like a few thousand likes yeah. within like a day, and I go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, but if you click on Facebook and you see how many people it's reached, like mm. how many people like that just scroll past it and saw it, is like, like yeah, we're talking to you people. Get on board. Get on board the train. Yeah. Get on board this train, baby. please. Please help us get our subscribers up on YouTube. Like that's yeah. the one thing that that. No, I- also, leave us five star reviews where you can. Yeah, because they matter. They really matter. Because yeah. you know the algorithms are the way they are, and we'll we'll try and give you good content all the time, and it pushes us up the ladder each yeah. time you do that. Even if you think it's a two star, give us a five star. Yeah, as if you know, as if it's a. Please. A restaurant review for a friend. And please, like, really, I can't stress this enough. Please subscribe to our YouTube um, because if you subscribe to our YouTube, then we can start getting a bit of, like, a bit of money. And as soon as we do that, too, it's not like we're going to be like, oh, we're getting money now. Yeah. Time to time to retire. No, we've got some money. It'll be like we get the money and then we just kind of reinvest it to, to make more content. Like, that's all we'll do. And we'll make bigger, grander stuff and we'll, we'll just oh, – you know what I want? I want to get one of those t-shirt guns and then just start like. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know why I made like a thunder lightning noise there. <laughs> like a t-shirt bazooka. Yeah. You know? They're like, yeah, we can get one of them. Yeah. And then there's a. There's like a the way at the start of the uh, year we were uh, talking about hot air balloons. Now like, I take a t-shirt gun. Yeah. And do you know what my, my dream video would be? Is there's a rental car property like Palace up here, and renting renting a renting a Rolls Royce with a roof in it that you can kind of come out the top of the roof, mm. just just run it like shooting t-shirts. fire and t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. But telling everybody we're going to do it beforehand. And yeah, so you're not just scaring old ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Some man shot me today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some man fired a bazooka at me. I don't know why all your neighbours are Agatha Christie, but yeah. Yeah. yeah we can do that. We can do that. Uh, should we start to wrap up? Because we've got... Yeah, yeah. yeah, So, guys, Monday Night Fever, we will be back your regular scheduled programming yeah. every Monday. It will happen. I was sorry for the little lull. I've been touring. Like I said, Hamish and I had a bit of a falling out, but it will never happen again. And Hamish was actually right in everything he said. I just can't take criticism, it seems. Who'd have known after 26 years on the planet that I can't take criticism? <laughs> <laughs> but you were right, Hamish, and this is what I'm here to tell oh, you. Thank you. I'm looking him in the eye right now, audio listeners, with a tear falling down my right cheek. I love this boy. West Underground, Monday Night Fever. Thank you, everybody. Peace out. See you next week. <laughs>